0: But to other news, the Human Rights Commission has detailed more evidence of RSE workers being exploited. The government is in the early stages of reviewing the scheme, but the issues described are not new and amount to modern day slavery. One human rights lawyer, Lisa Mitchell fox told me the workers could not complain and had no real access to justice.
1: Honestly, I'm not sure why we're waiting. Um, It's an urgent issue. Um, you know as the commissioner and others have said it is akin to modern slavery um there urgently needs to be an independent inquiry in my opinion um you know the ministry for business innovation and employment appear to be failing to regulate the industry um and what's proposed by the government at the moment is that mbae review themselves and i don't think that that's going to cut it Um, you know when organisations review themselves often the review um, comes up with a finding of not much to see here I think there urgently needs to be an independent inquiry um, and there needs to be a human rights lens over the whole thing um, because the reality is that you know much of our housing legislation is pretty poor Um, and so when we see things like um, RSE workers living in uh, one bedroom with three bunk beds, um, paying $160 a week each, with no heater in minus three three degrees. And um, you know, the, the labour inspector might go in and say, "Oh, well, that's all fine," um, but actually, you know, no, no Kiwi would, um, I say Kiwi, but you know, no one with New Zealand um, citizenship would put up with that and nor should they have to um and nor should these RSE workers is this racism yeah absolutely I'd say it's structural racism
0: yeah how deep is the power imbalance and why increase a cap for RSE workers when these issues haven't been as found in this report adequately addressed Mm.
1: I mean the power imbalance is huge so RSC workers live on the farm um, who they're employed by or they live uh, sometimes in a kind of camp um, altogether. They've got huge control. Their employers are, you know, kind of present all of the time. Um, even in their spare time, they're not allowed to have visitors. They're not allowed to go away overnight, if they want to go and say, um, from somewhere like Napier and visit their family in Auckland, they're not allowed to, Um, and if they complain, as we've seen with uh, Lynn Soape, and a couple of her colleagues about two and a half years ago during covid they complained um, about the treatment that they were receiving um, and they were shortly after deported um, they are currently taking a claim through our justice system so it's currently sitting at the employment court um, but they have been waiting for two and a half years and they still don't have a substantive hearing date The um, their lawyer is doing it all pro bono um, they have never been offered jobs Back in New Zealand, by other farmers as they were supposed to be, and they struggle. You know, they've struggled to find work back in the Solomon's. So, the power imbalance is huge, and the consequences for complaining can be uh, very long-lasting. Um, and yeah, so something definitely needs to be done about this.
0: You said an independent inquiry before, but do we need another report or another inquiry into this? When we have this HRC, which is arguably an independent, other than that, what else do we need to be doing?
1: Personally, I think the main way that we could address the power imbalance is by opening the borders or offering to open the borders to Pacific nations, um, just like we do with australia that way pacific workers could come and go as they please and they wouldn't be tied to one employer as they currently are you know just like you and i if an employer treated us poorly we could say well no, well, thank you very much we're going to go somewhere else uh, i think ultimately that that's the solution here
0: mm. In terms of you know those the the workers' rights, um, the I think the government earlier in the year said that they were setting up or have set up an oh eight hundred number. that RSE workers can call to to um, record their concerns. Well, do, is that working? Will that work?
1: That's yeah. I mean, um, previously I was travelling around the country meeting with different Pacific communities over um, issues around pay and certainly we weren't hearing anything that, um, people were now all of a sudden calling this 0800 number. I think it's unrealistic to put the onus on these RSE workers to complain. I think the onus needs to be on uh, the government and, you know, MBIE to regulate and to actually ensure that there is compliance with things like, um, spot checks, um, Know something like a a fair pay agreement or an industry agreement for horticulture and viticulture would be good, making sure that the terms and conditions across the industry are standard um, and that RSC workers aren't being discriminated against, so um, they'd have the same minimum pay and conditions as Kiwi citizen workers. Um, I think something you know, structural things like that, and moving the onus off of the RSC worker. I think you know, (laughs) there's Long ran an eight hundred number for migrant exploitation through MBIE, um, and yes, sometimes they do get complaints. But I think you know the barriers for these RSC workers, and actually the potential consequences of complaining, just make it unrealistic.
0: Mm-mm. We, when we strip this down and then you talk about those, those, um, you know, implementing those recommendations as well as the solutions that you've uh, outlined, do you have any faith that they will be implemented or, or anything will change because... What RSE workers have, you know, do is bolster a part of our economy, a very big part of our economy. And any more red tape or barriers or anything more that um, these employers will need to do may be met with a bit of pushback and and nothing to see here and let's move on and carry on and and open and and get more RSE workers in. Are you worried that? due to that imbalance that power imbalance that you've outlined this that this report has outlined will continue to be perpetuated um in the way in which
1: these structures are set up yes i do worry i mean you know the government have increased the quota of rsc workers twice this year um once after the EO commissioner you know made complaints directly to the minister on behalf of rsc workers so it's clear to me that the government aren't listening um, and that they are prioritising businesses' demands for cheap migrant labour over ensuring RSC's workers' basic employment and human rights. Um, And, you know, Samoa have actually started to, uh, the Samoan government have started to ask questions about the treatment of Pacific workers here and um, the fact that it does strip the local economy of the workforce um, and have started to put um, some temporary measures in place, like only allowing uh, one plane a month to come from Samoa to New Zealand and um, but then the government just you know, will make an agreement with other countries and so yeah, I think it is partly about um, yeah, we just need to address the issues we need to regulate more and ensure that there is more inspections and um, address it at a structural level
0: And that was Lisa Mittal fox